Well, hello, everyone. I'm back. Thank you for tuning in to Be Fit and Me. My name is Lena. For all those tuning in for the first time or needed a reminder of the host of this podcast, I'm here. (laughs) I can't believe it's been as long as it's been since I recorded last. And forgive me for leaving you on such a sad note about my past. And, um, my intention was to have a episode before this one, but life got in the way. Big changes happening over here for us, and I'll keep you posted on all of that. Gosh, just craziness happening all around me, and I'm sure it's happening all around you too. Just wow. Every day is changing. Every minute is changing. Just you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen, but you got to think positively. You got to think for the best, and we are moving on, and I'm here to vent like always, but something that I'm truly passionate about and like what's in my heart. Like I, this episode is truly going to come from the soul. Okay. It's going to speak to you. Hopefully that's what my, that's what I'm wanting from this. I wanted to speak to you. I wanted to pour out and really resonate with, um, you, So yeah, I guess we'll just jump right in because it's a serious topic and no need to fill it in with nonsense right now. We can leave that for the other episodes, okay? So do you mind if we just flow right in this, flow right into this, jump right in? Okay. Again, this is going to be something that's not lighthearted and fun and peppy, but it's coming from the heart and it's genuine and... I just feel I needed to talk about it and, um, you know, not do it so much on social media because I don't think my point comes across how I intended it to. And so, um, talking, not really talking, I'm, you know, because there's no conversation going back and forth. I'm telling you, um, my views and perspective. And that's really like the point of this episode is really for you, the listener, to step outside of your comfort zone, step outside of yourself and into someone else and really put yourself in someone else's shoes. And that's really what this episode is going to be about. My intentions are to hopefully open your eyes and have you see things through a different lens. So I want to start off with definitions. And I feel like the country, our society, the world is lacking this specifically. And I'm going to start with empathy. And just so you're not familiar with it, or you don't really know the definition of it, I am going to tell you now. And there are several ways of putting it, but this is how I see it and understand it. It's the ability to understand and share the feelings of another to understand what another person is experiencing. In other words, like I said, imagine yourself in that person's shoes at that very moment. Imagine what it would be like dealing with that situation. Imagine what you would be feeling dealing with those circumstances, dealing with that scenario, you know, whatever it is that they happen to be going through, good or bad. For me personally, 
I have a great gift at doing this. Either I was born with it or just learned it over the years, right? Okay. So before I go on a tangent, let me um, let me give you a defini- definition for the next thing. And that is sympathy. And they are the same, but different. Okay. Sympathy is feeling bad for someone else because of something that has happened to them or what they're going through. A sense of compassion and compassion is sympathetic pity and concern of the sufferings or misfortunes of others. So I feel like we can all agree that it may be easier to sympathize for someone, but not necessarily empathize. And a perfect example would be, um, and this has nothing to do with race or class or anything. It's just being pregnant. Like I had the ability to sympathize. Like I can just understand what labor, um, not understand. I can just, you know, I feel your pain. I feel your pain because literally because of the pain, but it wasn't until I actually went through it. I didn't even have to imagine. I just went through it. So now anytime someone says they're in labor, they're pregnant, I just automatically just like almost cringe up. Like I feel that person. I feel what they're about to go through. I feel what they're going through right now, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something that extreme. Like I have the ability to empathize with almost any situation and with any person, no matter skin color, um, status, job opportunity that they have. Okay. And then the third thing is I don't really like to use this term, this word privilege, but for the last several months, it's been discussed everywhere you go, but I just don't like, I don't like using it because I don't think it's necessarily used in the correct way, right? It doesn't make sense to me. So what I like to use and said, and what makes more sense to me is advantage. So let's just be real. There are you know, some people out there that have more advantages than others, but that's all relative because different advantages mean different things for different people, if that makes sense. And um, basically an advantage is an opportunity. So the more advantages if you have, the more opportunities you have. So a perfect example would be myself, because this is my podcast. I'll talk about myself. And as a woman, my mother, who happens to be white, my father, who was black, brown, however you want to define it. Um, I am also tall. And those are my physical attributes. Those are what physically people, when they look at me, that's what they see. They're most likely not going to see the white side of me, but that's what I know me to be, right? Um, there are other physical things I guess people could look at me and say that I am, but those are what I want to talk about. Um, and now, uh, the, I guess the things that would put me maybe at my younger age at a, at a disadvantage are class systems. And so, um, I will give you a little history in case you don't remember from previous episodes. I was, and I talked about this, I think in, um, I think I did talk about it in a Instagram live with someone I went to school with. But anyways, um, yes, we did a talk and um, we just talked about growing up in West Lynn. And that happens to be a city in Oregon. The whitest city in America is Portland, Oregon. And it's being talked about a lot in the news. If you haven't heard about Portland and know how to correctly enunciate Oregon, then I don't know where you've been the last seven or eight months. But anywho, um, yeah, so it's, 
I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting place. <laughs> I'm referring to Westland. Portland is great. Westland um, specifically. So I lived there up until the age of 18. And um, when I was younger, I remember, you know, if anyone asked me where I went to school or um, what team I played for, because I played basketball pretty much all my life or half my life at this point, because I'm getting older, I got to remember that. <laughs> so half my life, I played basketball, almost half my life at this point. And I uh, would say Westland and automatically everyone, no matter who you told was like, oh, you must have money. Oh, you are rich. Oh, you are a snob or you are, you know, just these entitled descriptions of what I am based on where I'm coming from, Right if only they knew the truth, like that wasn't me at all. Like I, if you can recall from, if you happen to watch the, the talk, I was one of like, I think five, if you count my sisters, um, brown or black kids in the school. And then there were sprinkles of other ethnicities, but we were the only, I technically black, brown kids in the school. So automatically I'm thinking, no, I don't. That's, you're assuming something and making judgments based on where I'm from. And that's not me at all. Like I am on the lowest, you know, economical economic status as far as that city and town. Right. And my parents brought us there for a better life, a better education, better schools. And in the long run, like I think about it, did, was that really, did that really do us any good? Did that do us any was that better than say growing up in Portland and going to, you know, the city schools there? I will never know because we can't go back in time. <laughs> and so what I'm trying to get at is that just because of where you come from is not necessarily the truth, right? So if they really got to know me, and these are people basing it on again, just where I'm from, not my color of my skin, not my height, nothing. And then you turn to the kids in school, they look at you completely different. They look at you more so as like the lower class or who knows what they were really thinking in their head. Like, I'm just different, right? I, A, don't have money like they do and B, I don't look like them. So I have all of these external forces coming at me that are trying to tell me what category I'm supposed to be in, right? So I'm trying to figure out all these things as a young kid. And that's a lot. That's a lot to put on a teenager, an adolescent, someone who's trying to learn about themselves, but you have all of these additional things that really don't necessarily matter in the long run, but they matter at that time. And so to further go into that, as far as like my childhood, like, and go back to the empathizing, it's like, I wanted, and it's hard for kids to, you can't ask a kid to empathize because it's, again, they're dealing with a lot, right? But now looking back, like empathizing what my father probably went through being the only black man in that city, I will never in any way know what it felt like. Cause again, I'm not a male and I'm not a black male at that. So I'm not going to physically feel what they feel, do what they are able to do, capable of doing and just receive what they had received. Right. But I can empathize and put myself in that person's shoes because my partner now, because of my friends that I've had to witness go through certain things. Like I've seen it over the years as I've gotten older because I've been put in these situations, but I will never feel it. But I think it's important to be able to put yourself in that person's shoes to understand better, 
to understand the world better, to understand what we need to do to make things better, to uh, make change. And so my whole point about talking about my childhood and I guess hopefully I shared enough for it to make sense. Like I just, um, I guess it's hard to like really explain unless you're going back and forth in a conversation with someone. But anyways, and don't get me wrong. Like I feel like growing up, especially me, I feel like I was spoiled. So anything I asked for, I was given like spoiled to a certain extent because I, at this point, I work really hard to get what I want. And I could have easily gotten a situation where I didn't have to work hard and could have got money, right? We can all use our imagination because this episode is about using your imagination (laughs) and just think of any scenario I could put myself in to be lazy and just live a good life here in LA. But no, I wanted to work hard for it. And um, so growing up, I guess you could say I had some privilege. I don't really like using that at all, but I had more advantage than others. But I feel like we all in a way have advantages and disadvantages, right? You listening, you know that you have a certain advantage over someone else and you have disadvantages if you compare your life to someone else, right? And so, um, yeah, I moved here and I just knew that there would be more opportunity and avenues and ventures for me to capitalize on. And in fact, I was right. (laughs) And so I think really it's just me trying to wrap this all up and I don't want to get lost and stay on the right track. It's just, you know, me sharing a little bit about the beginning and then my middle stage in my life, discovering what it is I wanted to do for a living, moving here to LA. It's a very crazy world here in LA. It's different. And then experiencing all the things I chose to experience in life. That's by choice because um, some things I don't think you have choices on you are put in a situation, born into something you have no control. And I think that's where the disconnect is. And that's where I want you listening to me right now to just imagine yourself, imagine your life completely different. Think of that. Think of the state where you're from. Think of the city that has, um, may have your reputation as not being the best city in the world. Just imagine growing up there, right? Put yourself in their shoes and just think of how your life would be different, right? And try to imagine someone telling you that you are at fault for not coming out of that. You are at fault for uh, making excuses. You blame everyone else for not going to college, not finishing high school, making bad choices, Imagine you being told that um, you will never succeed. Imagine you being told that you will never be a CEO, be a business owner, own a house, even afford healthcare, good healthcare, quality healthcare. Um, Just imagine everything that you're saying about others. Imagine that being told to you. And I think you would, well, I'm hoping you will think of things a little differently. Maybe not. Maybe you actually have to live it. You have to switch roles with people in order to really know what it feels like. And that's sad. That's the that sad thing about it is that you don't have the ability, the gift to empathize about anyone else's situation, circumstances. You only know your life and you only know Actually, you don't even know. You choose to listen 
and believe certain individuals that happen to be brown or black and think, okay, this is how every brown and black person is. And this is how every brown and black person should think. And that's not the case. And it's just me sharing my perspective, my viewpoints, my life to hopefully open your eyes to see it differently. And um, I guess maybe put yourself in my daughter's shoes. Like in a way, she is going to have the same dealings that I had to deal with, right? Um, But they're going to be different. And I am going to make it a point And school is like a huge thing here. Everyone wants to put their children in private school. And I think that's all around the country. And knowing what I went through and knowing what I had to deal with, I don't want to put my daughter through that necessarily. Like, great, you're going to get a great education in private school. But I feel like the education you get, not academically, but I think with kids, and socially is more powerful in the long run than the actual education part. This is why homeschooling has been so appealing to me. And I would rather her be in a truly diverse school, like truly diverse than go to a, an elite entitled school with rich people that don't look anything like her. She never will never fit in. She'll never feel like she belongs, but then she has to adapt to this world and have these viewpoints that don't necessarily match up with her reality, if that makes any sense. And for me, it's more important to get life lessons and worldly views from a group of people that all look different, that aren't, you know, one-sided than you stand out. That's not my, that's not my vision for her. That's not what I want, but that's for me personally, that's how I see things. And I want her representation of the world to be truly a mix of everything. Um, So yeah, maybe just put yourself in my daughter's shoes and what she's going to have to go through the next several years, the rest of her life, like what we're dealing with now. And she's only one. So I feel like it's important for you to just recognize that, understand that, know that. Uh, It's hard to explain. Like, I understand that some Like if I were raised in maybe a different city, like the worst city I could even imagine here in California, right? Because of just my inner ambition, my goal-oriented mindset, I probably most likely could come out of it, whatever situation I was put in, but I don't really know because we don't know. And there are some individuals out there that just, they can't ever get to the next step because there's something always pulling them back. And until certain individuals out there can recognize that and see that there's going to be no real change, right? The ignorance of many of these people are what's the problem with the world. And it's truly sad. It's truly, truly sad. I don't know. I just wanted to vent about it and share my perspective and just know that I acknowledge that I grew up with a lot of advantage. I grew up with a lot of things that, you know, others didn't. But I also know that there were several people that had more than me were hurting, suffering internally in their own household. And then there were other people that just didn't have any, you know, they didn't have any money. So if they were suffering internally in self-esteem and depression, they didn't have the, the means to get the help that were truly going to help them. Right. 
as opposed to someone who was well off, more well off than I was because they had therapists, they had doctors that they could go to and help them come out of that funk or whatever it is. And I can put myself in both those scenarios. And I think that's the advantage that everyone needs to have is the capability to put their mind and envision the best of the best and the worst of the worst, if that makes any sense. And um, yeah, I just, this may be sad. This may not make any sense. This may be a ramble, but it truly is devastating to see what's going on. And I'm so passionate about this particular subject. And sometimes, like I said, when I write it out on social media, it doesn't come across the way I would like it to. Maybe it does, but I don't think people are receiving it that way. So this is my story, my truth. And um, yeah, I want to see greatness in the world. I want to see things change. I want to see opportunities for all, for many. And that's why I got to do my part to make that happen too. Even if it's just one person that I'm going to make that change and help them see a better life. And that's all that needs to be done. It's just one person. And if we can all help one person, one individual that doesn't look like us, that doesn't look like us, I'm sorry, that doesn't look like us, that didn't come from the same background we did and has, you know, we have nothing in common whatsoever, but the goal of making things better, right? And that's where we can come together because this, this world is being torn apart. This country is being torn apart and it's being torn apart by ignorance. It's being torn apart by those not willing to research, have conversations, talk. It's being torn apart by hate. It's being torn apart by judgment. It's being torn apart by um, putting people in categories and, you know, greed. Greed is another thing is greed and power is the problem. Greed, power, and lack of empathy and sympathy. And we need more empathy and sympathy in this world to make it a better place in order for things to really move forward for the better of the good of our children for the next generation. Because if it's going the way it is, I really, I don't want to imagine. That's the one thing. I don't want to imagine how the world's going to be in 20, 30 years. 20, 30 years. Because I truly, and I've said this before, I think it's going to be Mad Max. <laughs> Mad Max, or we're going to go back in Victorian times right? With no cell service. That'll be weird. Okay. I think I should wrap this up because I really don't know where I'm going with it, but I, um, I don't want this to be depressing. I want it to be enlightening. I want it to inspire you to reach out to someone that maybe, you know, and that you haven't talked to before, or you haven't talked to in a while or someone you don't know, and just have a conversation. That's really what I want. Like I, I, talk to so many different people, so many different backgrounds. Like I will be the first to tell you, I think it's crazy that I do this, but I watch Fox news and I watch too much news right now. It's just, it stresses me out sometimes, um, more than anything. And it's mind boggling how people can get so wrapped up and so sucked into that. I don't know, to each their own. I am me. I can only be me and I'm doing what's best for me and my family. And I don't even know if that's the best, but I'm doing what's best for me at this, this moment. So I just want you to seek all the knowledge that you can. Don't be one-sided. Don't think that all voices don't need to be heard because they do. And I encourage you to go hear those voices. 
Okay, so until next time, everyone, remember to do something that brings you joy this week. I will be back soon, everyone, okay? And I'll keep you posted on all of the positive stuff that's changing on my end of things. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.